0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to feature bad movies and share facts. Back- According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high
1: toilet around
0: the clock. Yes. This is do a lot. in, targets out. Never miss communication.
1: Oh, It's over 9,000. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there.
0: And welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd 2 Know Basis Show. I'm Keanu Calcon, and with me, as always, is... Ahoy, it's Tara O'Connor. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. And uh, just to give the listeners at home a quick heads up, we are going to talk about Moon Knight this week, uh, the new Marvel Disney Plus show, which is taking a very, very strange direction so far, as well as Peacemaker from the DC Universe. Again, very strange and exciting. And a few other things which we will add in thematically as the show goes along. But first off, Dara, are you having an alright day?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. No. I'm, I'm so incredibly busy. Um, I, I can't put into words. Uh, you know, if someone knows cloning and wants to, like, you know, pass the love, I would gladly like to clone myself. Uh, that would be nice to try and do everything I need to do. But... Um, Not as busy as you are suspecting You've just moved house
0: Yeah, 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 yeah And uh, like we won't dwell on it too much But like There's just so many little things Like moving into an unfurnished place Like no shower Figuring out the acoustics Of how to do a podcast or a show she, It's an adventure though It's all part of the fun you See know? what you
1: should have done Is you should have downloaded House Flipper And House Slipper would have shown you How to clean blood and everything up
0: Oh this is that game That gave me nightmares
1: no, no, that was the, the burger one. Oh, how no, 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 the
0: week before. This is the, the thing where you fix up a house.
1: Oh, how did that give you nightmares?
0: There's, there's plenty of room in my brain for the nightmares that you give me each and every week.
1: I know, but I'm, how did that specific... Was it because there's like random blood everywhere? Yeah. Well, to be fair, they don't ever tell you why there's random blood. You just have to clean it up.
0: Oh, oh, okay. It could never... have been a nice, happy blood incident.
1: Well, it could have been jello or <laughs> strawberry jam. <laughs> Daddy, okay. what was what, well, what, what, that blood coming from Kitty's ears? No, Rod, that's strawberry jam. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. We've had cloning and The Simpsons. I'm already two minutes in. We're off to a great start. Absolutely. Well, speaking of finding bloodstains around the place and no idea how they got there. Moon Knight. Yes. You've seen it. Yeah, uh, I've seen it. It's the yes. first episode of the new Marvel Disney Plus thing starring... Everyone's favorite Poe Dameron—it's uh, Oscar Isaac.
1: Well, you know? Uh, what you know? What right? So you know, I Oscar Isaac is different than everything I've seen him in. He never hmm. looks the same, which is which is helpful because um, I hate him as Poe Dameron, but I hate Poe Dameron in general and that whole thing that we shall not talk about. Um, I, I, like he's I, one of my—he's actually in one of my favorite movies. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, Ex Machina? Have you seen it? Maybe? Yes, I was
0: about to say, yeah, 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 that's his real. His speech about how about how you would put painting on, like, this kind of elaborate wall, like, you know, mm. just stand, like, it has, what's that term they use the internet? Like, free rental space in my brain, as well as a dance sequence. Yeah, he's one of those, like, Alfred Molina-style actors who just transforms every time you see him. Like,
1: I almost didn't every recognize time. him in Dune, you know? Yeah, everything he's doing actually in the role, a I totally forgot he was not doing. But I mean, mm. that's—I mean, that's that's the point of an actor, right? They're supposed to lose themselves in the role, and the only role that he is basically himself in to an extent is Star Wars, and this shows you how poor that movie actually, or those series of movies are, because he doesn't really have a character. He's just well, there. you say
0: that, but he was supposed to die in the start of episode seven, and they brought him back through sheer charm of his performance, and that's not. That's pretty yeah. good in well, 10 minutes. You well, know what reason, I
1: mean? The reason why they said it was because apparently he was dying a lot in movies. And he's like, here, can I not die in this one? And they're like, yeah, sure.
0: Oh, I thought well, it was that
1: Wedge Antilles was supposed to be turning up in the big no. sequence involving X-Wings. No, no, no. The I, I was watching an interview with it. Actually, it was during the week. And he said that. Here's the thing. What I would this, this is kind of the way, and I'm not going to say it harsh, but I would have been like, no, you're dying. Collect your money and leave. You know, oh,
0: god, no, no, he's a shining light in those films. I, there,
1: no, there is no shining light in those movies. The, the, <laughs> the only shining light is The Last Jedi, and it's because it's different, it's a different movie. And it's you know, but I'm just like, oh, anyway, we're not getting into it. Yeah, you no, know, what so when this started, I didn't know what really to expect. Um, you know, but I was, I was very like, his performance is very, very good. Obviously, he's a very good actor, really is. Um, I mean, by but, but sheer fact that, that he's different all the time, but. It started off weird. It continued to be weird. It's completely different. It, it, you know, we were saying before we went on, it's a completely different departure for Marvel in a lot of ways. Um, I do have some problems with it, but Keen, before I get into my problems with it, um, what did you think?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I was a Moon Knight fan anyway, and I'm not sure if this is just me or other comic book fans out there, but when they adapt a character you really like, mm. there's a degree of nervousness. <sighs> because you come to it with a lot of attachment and you're, you're as likely to be frustrated as you are excited to see your character on the screen. You know, I know that now we live in a Marvel universe world where there's like a new character every week, but there's still, those feelings are there. And I was hugely impressed considering how much they changed of the source material, how much I enjoyed it. We joked a few episodes ago. I'm not sure if you were on for this one, Dara. No. The many identities of Moon Knight, and I did hear it, yeah, yeah, and they've kind of the choices they've made are very, very good ones in terms of juggling that aspect of his character. Uh, yeah, I really like um, the way he pitches his main character because you highlighted it at the start of the episode there. Uh, Oscar Isaac is a character, is an actor who transforms with every character, and you need mm-hmm. that. With, I'm not sure if it's strictly schizophrenic, but it's definitely multiple identities. Uh, involved with this um,
1: yeah it's it's supposed to be for what they believe uh did so this associated identity disorder right um which is used to showcase mark and steven's personality
0: yes yeah yeah and and that's um and they handle that really well because like knowing it knowing moon Knight, i knew there was a different identity coming in and there was a touch of like the Sony venomness to it initially, when he starts hearing yes, voices, which, by was, the way, was F. Marie Abraham as, like, the Egyptian god voice, top-notch, mm. lovely, lovely touch. But, yeah, it only kind of occurred to me about 20 minutes in that this is the first Disney Plus property that is strictly original. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, plucking Wanda or Falcon or Hawkeye out of an existing storyline. This is a first brand new Disney plus, And I thought it was fantastic. Actually it was quite liberating because it could just jump in. And it can be, be its own, own thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. felt like yeah. compared to some of the dark Marvel Disney plus, it did feel like a complete episode of television. It wasn't like the first half an hour or a movie. I was, yeah, I was gripped to it throughout the entire thing. This is, if this is the standard of the whole series, I am hugely impressed and very, very excited for next week. And actually, it makes me interested to hear what your concerns are now.
1: Yeah, no, I think it was brilliant. I genuinely really, really enjoyed it. Um, As you said, I love the way it's just able to be its own thing. Doesn't have to be a, you know, a terrible thing like the the Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. Uh, Doesn't have to be disappointing like WandaVision. Loki is pretty great, to be fair. what if again that went off the rails at certain points i mean it's just able to be its own thing and hawkeye hawkeye is great actually just really does feel like hawkeye where it's its own self contained thing so far and hawkeye even though you know with hawkeye it's the almost uh, you know we joke we were talking about it. it's like no one takes hawkeye seriously so there's no expectation you know um yeah but that's the joke and that's the joke of the comics like you know you don't strap a character to a unicorn in the hopes they'll be taken seriously. You know what I mean? I know, but what I mean is because it doesn't have the weight, like what kills Falcon and the Winter Soldier really is the, the suit, the horrific speech in the middle of it and just how meh it kind of feels near in the, the finale. end. finale. Oh my God, that finale was the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, And I've seen a lot of bad things. Yeah, I
0: think, I think...
1: The, same um, WandaVision One Division. One Division also has a terrible ending. Also for very much the same reason. I loved One Division up until the ending, and I mean the problem with that. Sorry for cutting across the game, but I no, mean, it's great. Okay. The problem with that kind of stuff is you're sitting there and you're like, I'm expecting to, I'm expecting too much. If that makes sense, mm. you know, with the big names, you're like, okay, well, I want even though you know it's not going to be you want an Avenger level thing even though or even like a Spider-Man far from home no way home or whatever this I think they finally I don't know if they've they've worked it in or whatever I mean this works nicely because you can tell a full story like I don't how many episodes there are there's, I'm assuming there's like six or seven right
0: I'll check that now
1: there's six or seven anyway Let's so far they're... they've all been kind of six
0: yeah, from division because that was shorter
1: yeah I'd imagine there'd be six to seven, six to eight anyway, right? Somewhere around that. And if that's the case, so well, then it's six hours, give or take, uh, where you can sit in and actually get to know um, Moon Knight and kind of know what's up with Mark Spector and and then obviously Stephen Grant as well. Um, but there's so many different characters that he could actually be. We don't know. And to try and do that in a, you know, you guys joked about it in the, in the show which was really good that he does have so many different um personas and they've already changed so much that like Stephen Grant's supposed to be a billionaire businessman but he's not he works in a museum um and I, I think it's one of those things where like they are going their own way and there's enough time to really kind of set this up and what would be interesting is where it sits we don't know where it sits we they haven't mentioned the blip they haven't mentioned you know, seen all True. Episodes, I didn't but... see that actually. Uh, by the way, I just checked it. It is six episodes. Okay. Um, but
0: um, yeah, it's interesting to see where it will go now because yeah, we don't know.
1: Uh... We don't know. Like, yeah, you know, I know they have. Like, they've introduced again the gods exist in this world, which is pretty cool. Um, you don't know where they are yet, as far as if they're like the the Asgard the Asgardian gods. You don't know if they're you know, on the level that the, 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 who does Loki work for? What's called the TS? Is it TSA? Let's go with that. It's the TSA. We we don't really know um, where they sit yet on their power level. So it'll be interesting to kind of see it. Now, look, my concerns come from the fact that a lot of this, um, a lot of this kind of happens in the, the, well, a lot of it happens in London, and then another another some of it happens in I think it was the Alps. That's kind of where they the first episode happens. So the first episode, there is the introduction to the main villain, who's played by Ethan Hawke. Which I initially thought it was um, the guy from Tremors. Um, I can't remember. Oh,
0: I know you're talking about yeah, Kevin yeah,
1: Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not Kevin Bacon. That's Ethan Hawke. Because with the long hair, he they look very similar in a weird way very very similar but um so yeah and a lot of it takes place in london now here's the thing i know london exceptionally well (laughs) like really really well and i know the british museum incredibly well and there's only one museum that would fulfill what they're trying to do and it's not the british museum and that's what they're obviously where he works so it does take me out because one thing i loved about the eternals was the eternals they actually go. Uh, they actually teach in the Natural History Museum, which is amazing. You know, like, okay, so that's real London. You know, they actually did shoot around Camden and stuff like that. And this is like shot in Vancouver or something like that. You know. Oh, I
0: see. So it's like kind it pl- of LA, LA, LA landmark
1: studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like one or two. Like so, the bits where they're on the bus. Yeah, obviously that's in London. You know, but. Hmm. I mean it just pulls me right out of it and I'm like you couldn't have just gone to the British Museum for like a day and shot all this in a day like I mean they'd probably let you (laughs) I was there last week it was grand you know but
0: like I mean at least because you've highlighted a point there there isn't much Marvel stuff in the UK I know Thor 2 was set there briefly but I'm trying I'd struggle to think and Captain America I suppose is in the uk as well but like... kind of
1: not really not really like not mo- not modern day I mean the UK and I look for for the majority of people who are watching it they're going to be like oh yeah it, it's a museum in in England and sure doesn't it look the same hmm. and look to be fair kind of does in a little bit but only for the fact that I know it so well it instantly pulls me out of it
0: right
1: and I, and I'm like you couldn't have just went you were there anyway you know? <laughs> Thank you goodness you know it was yeah, it's just it's just the thing that I'm like, look, I can' accept, I can accept that the Egyptian gods are real, I can accept magic, I can accept superheroes, but I can't accept that you this this it just it pulls me out way too much, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, why, but then again, here's the thing, the stuff that they're talking about actually isn't there, so I understand it was probably easier for them to make a fake museum for loads of reasons um because what they want isn't there i mean like the egyptian exhibit in the british museum i literally saw it a lot on saturday mm. um so it was incredibly fresh in my brain uh well i mean if they went to a
0: real one like the museum would have loads of like moon knight cosplayers for the rest of time and I'm that would sure... be a bad
1: thing why would that be a bad thing like well, I, not for us
0: but like
1: not, it's not what it's for oh no, you charged them you're like here look if you're going to come in the moonlight costume you're paying a fiver <laughs> i mean capitalism you know, <laughs> it's, you know it's like oh yeah. you're wearing, you're wearing that moonlight costume capital there you go 5 5 pounds you know um but i mean it it just pulled me out way too much because i'm like i, under, I to be honest with you i think the real reason why they didn't do it was because the stuff that's there isn't there like you right. spend, spend a lot of time going back and forward through certain artifacts um in Egypt that either aren't real or are real or aren't important or are important, you know, there's no one to one, it's not like they're like this whole thing revolves around the Rosetta Stone, you know, yeah, or or you know, this for whatever, you know, it 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 makes sense. But it is kind of annoying where you're walking past, and what got me as well was your man in the in the the security guard having all those screens. Oh yeah, and I'm like, no. When you go to the British Museum, you walk around the side, and then you go to a tent, and you check your bag, and you go in. It's like, stop it. Stop it.
0: Well, look, it, it's the Marvel universe. Maybe security laxed after the blip when half Maybe. the people literally disappeared. That's fine. I can no, suspend my it, it disbelief improved. that far.
1: It improved. Your man has like 12 screens. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? You know, but again, also oh, uh, well, no, uh, Far From Home was in the UK as well. That's true, but only yeah.
0: like the end of it kind of to swing over the landmarks. They weren't like spending time in the cafes and like, you know, taking road tours and that kind of stuff.
1: What is weird is the, the bathroom scene very, is pretty much spot on with the British Museum. And even the, I know it's a really weird thing that I'm talking about, but I got excited initially by the trailer because when he's in the gift shop, it does kind of look like it. Right. And the fact that it's not, I'm like, it just pulls me out of it. I'm like, I I can't, I, I can't suspend my disbelief that much.
0: Okay. But, but I would think that's something very specific to you.
1: I don't know. Let <laughs> us know, folks. Yes. <laughs> let us know. You Are fans you know of
0: Egyptology and British museums in particular, do let us know. And actually, I'm very interested to see because you did mention, like, you know, we have an Egyptian god like thing now. Obviously, kind of the Norse gods exist. Yeah. But, like, it'd be interesting to see how they handle, like, because Moon Knight's origin is a bit dicey. It's like, you know, a mercenary breaks into a tomb and gets possessed by an Egyptian god. It's very, like, mm. for lack of a better term, non-PC. So I'd be interested to see how they handle that. That's interesting. What?
1: W- why would it... What do you mean, non-PC?
0: Well, you know what I mean? It's kind of... it's. Well, I mean, in the comics, he's a billionaire as well, like Batman, you know, so they've, mm. they've edged that out of it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about an Egyptian god you know picking some non-Egyptian guy as the magic saviour that kind of thing do you know what I mean Like, not necessarily no I, I like like Iron Fist vibes like you know oh, uh, some yeah, kind well, of no. white guy talking about a culture that's not his own down to people that kind of there was a tiny bit of it when he was correcting the one he was like there's seven like gods in this poster there's actually supposed to be nine but
1: like they made that character so bratty he didn't mind it you know what I mean Oh, yeah, but he's so into Egyptology that it would kind of make sense. But I mean, with that, it's like, so I've looked this up, right? Mohamed Diab is the screenwriter and director. And his work, his actual, you know, author approach is issues concerning Egyptian society. Uh, Okay. All right. So they're they're actually properly, like... They're properly involved, yeah. Okay. Fair play to Marvel, because they let the directors do what they're going to do to an extent and kind of go for it. And it works sometimes and it doesn't, and it's palpable for some, and it's not for others. Like, you know, again, I love the Eternals. Mm-hmm. I think the Eternals is one of my favorite. Yeah. That one I've really enjoyed on the rewatches. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's great. And then, but then again, some people hate it. Some people love Ragnarok. I don't like it. Some people um, like Thor two. Actually, most people hate Thor two. I'll be honest. But um, you know, I mean No, you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, like I loved The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And yeah. like,
0: even though we can slam the Disney Plus things, you do get the sense that they're being slightly less curated than the mm. Marvel films,
1: mm. which, which is good.
0: You know, there's a yeah. definite a place for that. Let the let the kind of creatives tell their own story and trust Kevin Feige to throw an Easter egg in the end to tie it all together, you know?
1: And what I would say again, like, you know. I would say to people who do have concerns about these kind of things, it's like, look, Marvel know what they're doing. You yeah. know, and at the end of the day, they are very being very tactile, tactful with things and getting hung up on X, Y, and Z is just, I don't know. If, for me, I think it's counterproductive, but, you know, it's this is the thing about nerdom, right? You can yes. <laughs> you, you can get these different things, but, you know, I, I'm excited to see Knight. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see uh, um, Oscar Isaac's Becoming the, you know, a Marvel fully fledged out superhero. Yeah, because we don't
0: actually have a lot of Marvel superheroes who do the Spider Man thing of just jumping around roofs and helping people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's the Netflix universe who are now on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of them,
1: you know. Also, as you said, this is our first European superhero. Hmm. I mean, like, OK, on, on the map, there is America, Wakanda uh, with Black Panther. But then again, Black Panther might no longer exist because look,
0: Shuri or Nakia are going to take over the mantle. Like, well, sure, one, like there, sure there will is, be a Black Panther of some sort.
1: Yeah, I'm interested. I'm actually really interested to see how they're going to do it now, because you're one who was playing Shuri got fired. I'm actually quite interested to see what they do with Black Panther 2. Yeah, um, because like
0: I've been wondering about this myself, like not to get too in the weeds about this.
1: Yeah, because in there the yet. time period, um
0: Mbaku, the cousin up on the mountains, he would have mm-hmm. legally been king. Yes. Because Shuri and um the the Black Panther T'Challa, T'Challa got yeah. dusted, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's just like it'd be interesting now who steps in. Obviously, they are going to keep the manta going, but that would be the only African mm. hero as such. In the universe. And then that, and then obviously in China, there's um Shangzi, but he's kind of jumping back and forth between San Francisco. Yeah. Dr. Strange is everywhere. Dr. Strange is everywhere. But he yeah, still lives so, in New York. But I mean, it's still very much American focused, you know? So it's just like, right, it, it's cool. It's cool to not have just America again. And, you know, New York and San Francisco, it's always great to see it shaken up. So I'm very, very interested now to kind of see. This kind of sitting back and going right well, what's the, what's the? Cause one thing for me, like I'm interested to see what the Marvel universe looks for look, looks like for somebody, you know. Again, much like uh, Stephen Grant here, where it's like he gets the bus. <laughs> what's that like in the Marvel universe? <laughs> you know, um, I think this is the first time we've seen somebody get the bus, like an actual bus bus, not like a school bus, is it? But no, here I checked it. Um, they were never in London at all they shot it all in georgia uh like in america um where they shoot all the marvel stuff uh atlanta georgia uh slovenia and jordan and hungary
0: oh my well i mean actually no that's not surprising because like you couldn't fly out um what's his name oscar isaac to a major like you know metropolis city and not disrupt everything you know yeah so i
1: mean it's like even the the bit where it looks like london they it wasn't the bit on the bus. It looks like they just shot that somewhere. So, I mean, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but the, the turnaround time is quite cool. They shot it from April to October. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's very quick. Okay, well, I mean, that's TV, but sure. Yeah.
1: We'll review it week to week, and then as we're going forward, we'll, you know, we'll kind of look at it. But, uh
0: yeah, okay, all right. Well, I'd be interested to see that take on it now because, yeah. like, I mean... um like, again, you went. You mentioned Shang-Chi, like, you know, kind of actual, like, if you're going to do these cultures kind of as your Marvel thing, do hand it over to people who slightly know what they're doing. You know, it seems like yeah. a reasonable mandate, you know.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So Peacemaker.
0: Yes. Peacemaker. Sorry. Apologies. There's some mild uh, We're I'm recording at home and there's some mild child related issues. That we're working around. Uh, so yeah, Peacemaker. I mentioned this actually before we started recording. It's this weird thing. I watched these two back to back, their first episodes of each, because Peacemaker is on like kind of now TV and that kind of stuff. And I just found it. And Peacemaker is like a kind of, it's crass in points, but it's like a colorful, upbeat James Gunn DC, DC show coming straight on the heels of a gloomy you know, mythic God-centric horror Marvel show. And it completely feels like all of the traits have been swapped around. And some of it's due to James Gunn. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's wonderful. It's basically, first off, it's not safe for kids. That should be, there's a lot of adult content in it. But yeah, it's wonderful. It picks up right from The Suicide Squad, the more recent one. And it is the story of Peacemaker recovering in a hospital and then just being let out into the world, kind of loosely. Oh, so he's not dead. No, he's not dead. Oh, I thought it was a prequel. No, no, no. It picked like the, the show opens with a full recap of the Suicide Squad movie.
1: Oh, I thought he was dead. No, 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 he's alive. Like oh, this makes uh, so much more sense. I was Yeah, very no, confused. and it's
0: great, it's so goofy because like it's the first scene of it is he's being discharged from hospital and he's offended that no police are like trying to stop him because like he wants he thinks he's famous enough to be worth arresting uh and then like the opening thing is a full dance montage of all the characters to disco music like it's so it's very James Gunn the sounds are great there's lots of violence there's lots of swearing and the, the, the language the characters use is there's a kind of, it's so funny the way, and like the characters, stuff, but it's yeah, very violent show, but it's got a real heart to it. Like they draft in, uh, you know, the T-1000 of Terminator 2, Robert Patrick to be Peacemaker's dad. And like, he's just like so disappointed in him, but he, but while he was in prison, he took care of his pet eagle like who's a sidekick. It's just so, it's so goofy, but there's also like a real grounded to it. Everything that works in Guardians of the Galaxy works here. And it's, it's maybe my
1: favorite DC thing in quite a long time. My mind is blown because I genuinely thought it was a prequel. And that's why, I, that's actually why I, um why I skipped it. Oh no, don't skip it. In fact, it's, it's got real ties to it's
0: a proper sequel to the the Suicide Squad movie, which is awkward to say. Uh like Amanda Waller is in it. Um a, like all of the kind of people who are on computers in the Suicide Squad, they're in it. Like, you know, kind of tracking their progress and all that. They're fully like, f- you know, fleshed out characters now. Like there's like lots of like DC universe kind of shout-outs and cameos and things, like. It's a proper, like, it's at least, as far as I can tell, it's the first attempt at a Disney Plus-style thing in the DC Universe. And it's wonderful. And I don't even really like the DC Universe that much, but I love this. Yes. This is great fun. And John Cena is, like, I don't know where he picked up acting, because I know you, you'd know him from the wrestling, obviously. Terrible he wrestler. communicates so much through his face. Yeah. It's, it's a real goofy combination, because... He's not a nice person, but he really wants to be loved. And he just walks around these like restaurants and like public places in his costume, trying to be friendly and failing. I mean, that's just that's
1: his wrestling gimmick.
0: Is it? Okay, because I don't know anything about him as a wrestler.
1: Well, he's supposed to be he was supposed to be a face, but everybody hates him. So, I mean, he spent the last 15 years doing that. So
0: oh my god that is brilliant but yeah i definitely checked this out i have huge respect for both james gunn and john cena after seeing this it's just like i've only seen the first episode now
1: oh wait hold on whoa 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 breaking news oh my yeah? god breaking news sorry oh. brockin news <laughs> <laughs> so uh again this comes from geek olivia fahey reporting EA sorry E3 officially off as they cancel 2022 digital event. So EA is the biggest gaming uh, gaming convention of the year. Those who have been hoping to catch new announcement at E3 this year will be bitterly disappointed here that the 22 2022, 2022 digital event has been cancelled. Wait, what? How come? Well the in-person event had already been cancelled with digital version in the stead, but now there's just uh they've just pulled it. Okay, do they do they give an explanation why? In a statement, IGN, uh, sorry, in a statement to IGN, EGA, who are the the organizer, said, "quote We will devote all energy and resources to delivering a revitalized physical and digital e3 experience next summer." That's not an answer, though. Bummer, it's not. <laughs> so it's been, so apparently they cancelled it so that the organization can refocus its resources. Onto a twenty twenty three show, so yeah, no answer, but whoa!
0: Sorry, Holy Ken, moly.
1: I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that no, is no, 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 it's huge news. Like
0: I feel like we're on Sky News now or something like that. Like you know, literally breaking. updates with Kent Brockman at the scene, like you know,
1: <laughs> literally breaking as we're talking. It's uh, yeah, Geek Ireland right on it, but it's all over Twitter now as well. So whoa, that's that's big, you know, and it's crazy, man, because like I don't know, things are getting back to normal but now stuff like this happens and you're like i don't know i've never once watched a gaming
0: conference if i'm being honest
1: i well, know what i'm I'm not looking at the gaming conference as such what i'm thinking is the knock-on effect this could have a comic-con
0: oh i see why do you think it's going to be like a health and safety concern is that sure
1: well that's that's kind of what they didn't address it but i mean you don't just count like e3 they would normally have an in-person And then they have the digital one. The digital one, I don't particularly like. I'm, you know, I I wouldn't really be bothered. But it's interesting that he didn't try to go for the in person one. You know, so I'm like, oh, okay. Hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't lead to anything else. But there you go. That that's probably the biggest news of the week, right there. And it's breaking as we're doing the. <laughs> break dude right as we're doing the show as well.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! Well, yeah. I
0: mean. Do you think this will, like, I know you talk about Comic-Con, but do you think this will have any, like, big effects on the gaming industry? Because I honestly don't know what the impact of E3 is. Well, no,
1: right. well, E3 is kind of an industry thing um, where, you know, people, now I know I know some people actually went to E3, affair fair because they worked for Activision and stuff. And um, they will, yeah, basically you just go and you can, it's mainly for journalists and stuff like that, where you go in and try new games or, um, get updates about what's going on or if there's a new console been worked on, like it, it is quite a big event, you know, but it wouldn't necessarily be for people. Now, I know in the past couple of years, E3 has become a, a bit more of a you know, tourist conny thing, um, right. Where you'd have the con feel, but I don't know. The only thing I'd be concerned about is I'm like, geez, did I know something we don't know where it comes to like big events? Because I, you know, I, I kind of like the fact that cons are back, <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> lie comic-con was great this year it was super yeah. fun um so yeah we'll keep an eye on it, obviously and hopefully it's it is just a resources thing but um yeah, would we'll have to keep an eye on it here one thing i didn't want to talk to you about i don't know if you've seen it or not. have you seen the batman yet oh yeah we covered it uh me and kev i think covered it a week or two ago have you seen the deleted scene with barry kill yes i did what did you think of it i wasn't <laughs> expecting to see it on a random thursday morning but there you go um <laughs> it was it was fab like now, look, I know the reason why it was cut.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, the reason why is because I think it was just for time. And a lot of what's in it is kind of superfluous anyway. Um, yeah, there's some good foreshadowing, but that's it. That's it. It makes, I, it makes sense
0: to me because they keep very specifically saying in the movie, he's been Batman for two years. And I was yeah. wondering why they kept saying that. And now I know it's because the Joker says, it was happy year. one year anniversary. Yeah. In the start of the scene, it's like, ah, yeah. right. The Joker was the first big. That's thing why. Did. Okay. Right. And I've got to say, I, I I, suppose I'm feeling towards this the way you're feeling towards the, the Hulk thing. Because I would have, the World War Hulk thing, because I would have loved a movie of Silence of the Lambs where the Joker stays in prison and isn't the villain. I would have loved an entire film. Of well, that's that. probably what you're going to get. Do you think, because it feels like the scene kind of does the entire premise to its fullest. Do you know what well, I mean?
1: No, I, I look, I, I mean, this will probably be in the Blu-ray. Like they should put it, if I was doing this, I'd put it in the movie. Yeah. In the Blu-ray, right? I'd I, I mean, I,
0: I put this scene over the Joker scene that was in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I think they're they will kind of go back to that. I don't think this is the first time that's going to happen. I think they'll do it a little bit better, but may- maybe scatter it out for the movie because like, we don't know what the next Batman movie going to be. We don't know who the next villain is going to be. That's true. I mean, I'm you assuming know, like we don't
0: know if Matt Reeves is coming back. I'm assuming so because yeah. what on earth would he leave for? I know the arguing,
1: I know they are doing an Arkham series for TV though.
0: Yes, the with the Jeffrey Wright character, aren't they? They're doing yeah. I know they're so, doing a Gotham PD show with the. Uh, colin farrell as the penguin
1: in it so i mean did you we know what's cool about this is we know the joker's there and yeah the, the, Well, the thing about the batman the dark knight the joker never left he was always there as well he just you know obviously didn't do anything with him yeah um after you know in the dark knight rises but yeah. this is much more kind of like it feels more like batman like in the comics and even in the games actually no it doesn't worry about the comics it feels more like the games the whole thing felt like arkham asylum um and yeah, I, I think the whole film the whole film yeah the whole oh yeah because of,
0: of all the detective work and stuff
1: yeah it feel, and just the way it, it feels like it's it's a like when you're playing the arkham series you you drop in to batman being batman you know what i mean Exactly. Same with uh, I'm a big fan of the Telltale Batmans you know, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which yeah.
0: This Riddler feels like he's lifted straight out of you know.
1: But what's cool about it is, it's like, I really like that. Like, I don't, I don't, we don't. It's not the I. Mm. I mean, I. I mean, we. I mean, like yes. the majority, the majority of people don't want another Joker movie because they've kind of done it. Like it's been done to death, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of hopeful that. But because the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is set in a vague 1970s. And this was allegedly at one point set in a vague 1990s Mm. that they might be like tying the two together. But you know what? I quite like the idea. If we must have a young Batman, at least we can have a young Joker. And like, he's not fully formed. And that's kind of what's interesting about him, you know?
1: But what's interesting as well is like, they can ride that out. Yeah. You know, he can be like, and I think they will. I mean, I think that's the dynamic they have. They do have the the best Batman Joker dynamic in that one scene that they've ever had outside of the... Well, even even in the animated series. I mean, in the game, it's very interesting because they explore the duality of the two and how they're interconnected and, and how they kind of are the same person in a lot of ways. Um, so, I mean, look... If that is canon, which, you know, I think kind of is, it's just the lead, just the lead scene. Yeah. It would be interested now to kind of where they go from it. And I, again, I'm like you, I would really like him to show up in the next one where the only bit is there is no, well, hush. If they do hush, that would be cool. And it would, it would warrant that. Um, Cause he's the only one who would actually, he needs the Joker's help. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. And actually, I want to segue back to a point you brought up because about how kind of they are two sides of the same coin, how they need each other. So far, the only movie that's cops to that is Lego Batman, which is the most insightful Batman movie of all time. If you can get past the fact that it's a Lego movie, yeah,
1: because it's because they, it's, um...
0: they lean into the fact that without the Joker, Batman would have nothing to do.
1: Like, yeah, that's and how they really <laughs> rely
0: on each other yeah. to exist, like you know.
1: But I mean, it's like you know, even in the scene, Barry kills like as the Joker is, you know, pretty much psychoanalyzing Bruce the whole time mm. through the Riddler. Like, I don't know yeah, you heard theory which... that. I don't know if you heard the theory that Batman's Rose Rose Gallery are his trauma mm. through a different lens, right? And also it goes, there's what's a, I can't remember the name of the series. Well, no, it, it was done in a comic book, um, The Last Night on Earth, where um, Batman is not Batman. He is in an insane asylum and all of the villains are doctors. Oh, Trying to okay. help okay. It's actually a pretty good series. But I mean, that theory has been out for a while that Batman isn't actually Batman. He's just crazy. And I mean, like he dresses as a bat and punches people. So <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know um, but it's interesting that this joker isn't Jared Leto you know he isn't going ha, ha ha and you know being ridiculous he's actually trying to get into his head in such a way where it's like he has all that menace and terror as well so I, I'm, I'm very looking forward to it I think it's going to yeah, be and, and fair cool, play to well. Barry
0: Keane for like giving such a good performance in such a short amount of time because I mean, like, you brought up Jared Leto, who admittedly did not get as much time as people think he did. Hmm. But still, it's a very charged, small amount of time to deliver a fully formed character. And he did. Yeah, um, in, in like two minutes. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is hugely impressive. And actually, I think if the scene was in the film, it would have made... because I mean, we are slightly dipping towards spoilers. But like... The With the face-off with the Riddler, it seems as if he sussed Batman's secret. Mm. And that might have paid off better if we already had an interrogation scene that pushed towards that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think it's one of those things where watching Batman in the cinema and watching this, for me, this is something... Like if I was booking the uh, booking, it, it's not wrestling. If I was doing this, I would reshoot this scene as web vignettes the yeah, hype next yeah. movie. Where it's like you know, Batman's like, "Hey, look, we have this person who comes in, and it could be like, you know, Clayface, or yeah. you know, some obscure. I think going the obscure villains is the best way, rather than going like you know, Mister Freeze or something like that. I think if you're like you know, Clayface, Killer Croc. Even anyone from the Suicide Squad, you can just you can you can pull them because you know they're not in this movie. Um, oh, completely! And like people forget the success of the Christopher Nolan
0: things is that all of the villains in those were either critical. obscure yeah. or completely reinvented to the point that you didn't recognize them. Yeah, you know what like, I mean, like the Joker and Two Face, or like yeah. Bane is got nothing to do with Bane in the comics. You know
1: what I mean? Oh, uh, he does does to an extent. Like there's still shades of he's a much better Bane than the Bane and Batman and Robin to be fair. Oh, well, uh, that's a low bar.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> although, although he does look like Bane in the comics. Yeah. 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 True. So I mean, you know, um, yeah, it, it's cool. It's a cool scene. I think it was a nice little thing to see. It'd be interesting to see, you know, when this kind of picks up. There's a lot more momentum to this than anything in the DC universe. I'll be honest well
0: i mean you
1: know. check out check out uh, peacemaker yeah well that's it you know like uh, it, it's funny they can all kind of sit in the set and i think this is the right way to do it we kind of touched on this before yeah this is the right way to do it like marvel has always been one big continuity it mm. kind of has to be one big continuity dc can be several different continuities Many different multiverses, different universes that all existed exactly in time when you bounce around. Like I'm, I'm still really, really looking forward to Flashpoint. Uh, it's a shame that the guy who plays the Flash can't stop, um, you know, can't stop. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> well, that's a very Flash thing, I suppose.
1: Yeah, well, no, he keeps getting involved with, uh, with controversy. Oh, I see. So it's just like, okay, you know, maybe don't derail the movie before it comes out because I'm really excited about seeing the movie. Um, and I mean, like you know, if he gets replaced or something happens to him, the movie's done because he can't necessarily, you know, he, he plays two different flashes. Mm. So. Oh, well, look, I mean,
0: there's going to be multiple Batman. If they need to, they'll find a way to do it.
1: Yeah. Actually, it's funny about Moon Knight. Uh, there was a quote there from Deccan Shelby. And uh, he actually reacted to one of the one of the promotional Shots so i've missed an eye who appeared in 2014 mm-hmm. it's cool i've actually met deck and shelby he's a he's a good lad but uh yeah i, I forget that the irish one of the biggest writers of marvel or not writers but uh artists of marvel is, is irish it's it's funny you know
0: Ah oh, well, sure ireland is a big animation industry like you know i think there is a bit of an overlap there but you but i, I agree yeah you're right you might not immediately recognize it like I think a lot of the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles stuff came out of Ireland too.
1: This is true. <laughs> very, 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 very yeah. very, true. You um, brought up
0: Jared Leto, actually. How much time do we have left? Do you have time to speculate on Morbius? We do. We'll, we we we'll, we we have like five minutes. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we'll push it to ten because I know that there was a bit of sure. quiet time. Sure. In the edit. But yeah two big movies coming out uh will be out on the day this episode goes out yes we have Morbius and Sonic 2 going head to head uh Morbius I even though I love the character I could not care less and I really should because Matt Smith's in it and I'll go to see anything with Matt Smith in it yeah I know uh, it's whereas Sonic 2 I am incredibly excited for Sonic the first Sonic movie is like just always on in our house on Netflix and I don't even mind. It's delightful. Like what are you hyped for either
1: of these or do you have any predictions or anything like that? Oh, I love the first Sonic movie. Yeah. I love I didn't it. know you'd seen it. I loved it so much. I really did. Um it's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. Mm. Uh unfortunately, I can't say the thing about Morbius. I think Morbius, yeah. like I have t- I have tickets for the for Sonic now on the weekend. Mm. Morbius, I'll probably see over the weekend at some point. Um, but <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Um, it's <laughs> well, no, I feel like, but like, I, what kind
0: of bad? That's the key thing. So, I've heard a couple of things.
1: Yeah. I've heard that it, it was supposed to be a rated R movie, right? And it was shot with that in mind, okay? That it was supposed to be a rated R movie and. You know, there was some graphic violence in it, and it's supposed to be completely.
0: Well, I mean, it's about a vampire eats people, like you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's supposed to be all that kind of stuff. Well, not not so much because they they work in the whole blood back thing, and this goes back to what we were saying about Sony not being able to just leave the movie alone. Yeah, and and change and stuff, you know. Um, so they did kind of mandate a lot of things, um, as far as like how Morbius looks, how he can kill, who he can't kill, how he can feed, and with the result a lot of it looks like um i was watching um jamie john's review of it and he was saying it feels and plays like a video game like a bad movie tie-in oh. video game and apparently that's what it's like you know you go from bit to bit it has recycled animations and um it's just not very good now i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna go in with an open with an open mind because that's the way i like to go into movies mm. i don't like to make my judgment before i watch anything i think it's deeply unfair But I'm like, oh, okay. so my expectation, I'm just lowering my expectations down, which I think is a good way to do things. And if it is that bad, it's it it means that we're back to Sony making these trash movies where you're like, oh, okay.
0: And i be fair, they never stops.
1: Oh, no, the Spider-Man movies weren't trash and Venom wasn't trash. Venom Uh, 2 was pretty bad.
0: The guiding Kevin Feige hands.
1: And Venom 1 was quite good, to be fair. Come on.
0: Venom 1, I wouldn't. I've seen it loads of times I wouldn't call it Good in the traditional sense
1: Yeah it's not It's bad. great it, fun It is Yeah it is But see From what I hear There's no fun in this It's just kind. Quite... oh And also Spoilers folks So they make a whole thing Out of Michael Keaton Being in the movie Apparently he's not even in it Oh Apparently that like, <laughs> He was in the trailer And stuff wasn't he Yeah so it could be a case That there's a post credit scene And he's in it And maybe that's the post credit right. scene Apparently he's not in it And it's like Oh what are you doing Well I mean that's all The Sony ads
0: are always like I mean they've given away The plots of the last Three Spider-Man movies In their entirety Yeah In the trailers Like they just want to get you In the cinema like
1: And I'm just like Okay you know Obviously I will go see it But I'm 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 Lowering my expectations deeply Sonic on the other hand
0: Well, I'm glad you actually brought up Sonic because, like, Sonic was one where the trailer came out and the internet rejected it. And granted, (laughs) they had to overhaul Sonic. But even so, it seemed like it was going to be a cringy, like, kind of throwback to the glory Jim Carrey days type thing. And it turned out to be great. Yeah. So anything's possible, you know. And this one has tails. It has uh,
1: has Knuckles. Back to Idris Elba. That is the accidental uh, theme of our episode. Perfect casting. By the way, actually, a really good Idris Elba movie. If you is um, the Hobbs and Shaw movie, have you seen that? No, but
0: I do really like the Fast and Furious franchise. So Watch that one.
1: It it's fantastic. I mean, it's so stupid and dumb as all hell. Oh look, but it's called it's Fast
0: and Furious. Look, you you know what you're getting.
1: You know? Yeah, you know what you're getting, and you're getting that, but with. <laughs> But with HSL <laughs> it's, it's brilliant I really like it But no I, I think I, I, That's a really cool Casting as Knuckles mm. And I I, I I love Sonic 2 Sonic 2 was the first game I ever played Really I think No Wolfenstein Was the first game I ever played Sonic 2 was the first game I ever like Owned uh, On the Mega Drive So I have Massive uh, Massive Graw for it um, And Knuckles Fun fact When I do play Sonic 2 today I always play it with Knuckles You know uh, It's the ROM hack I use Because he used to be able To connect the 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 two characters Together Sonic 2 Into Sonic and Knuckles And Sonic was in uh, Knuckles was in Sonic 2 That's cute Yeah so Knuckles is my favorite Sonic character So I'm like Really looking forward to this Um, I think it's going to be Not as good as the first one Because people Were just not expecting The first one to be good I don't think they genuinely were I think they were just kind of like Oh wow It's really good Okay Um so this will be will, will be possible if uh, my, my prediction on this, based on nothing, is uh, <laughs> possible to enjoyable. Yeah, but not I, I
0: think it depends if the winning ingredient for me, apart from like Jim Carrey just being fun, was um, the chemistry between is it James Marsden and the hedgehog, which, you know, yes. was in post-production. Yes. If he gets sidelined, the movie will suffer because yeah. I think he was the secret hero of that movie.
1: That's fair. That's a fair assessment. That's and it could happen if
0: Tails is coming into it because Tails is also Sonic's best friend. You know.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think we'll have that problem. Mm. You know, I I, Tails. It's one of those things where it's like, are they going to? Like, it depends where they base it. You know what I mean. So, like, if this takes place in our world, for want of a better word. Yeah, that'll probably have uh, That probably won't happen. It'll probably be more controlled. If there's them jumping back and forward, yeah, that could happen. But okay, because think-
0: like also, I only noticed on the rewatch. I love the fact that the place Sonic doesn't want to go is a mushroom world.
1: Yeah,
0: that's that's such a wonderfully cross dig at Nintendo. You know, well, it's deserved. It deserved, but it took me a few goes to. Put two and two together, you know.
1: To be fair, there are big mushroom worlds in Sonic and Knuckles as well. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, like, maybe, maybe it... I'm reading too much into it. Well, I, just... I, I I enjoy your reading of it, King, because so many
0: times he specifically says, "Oh, I hate mushrooms,"
1: <laughs> but he does like chili dogs. That is his favorite thing.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope they keep that. We're we're bringing. It's we're gonna try and make it uh, my daughter's first cinema trip. Oh, and I yeah. hope. I hope it just has that irreverent, like playful style to it that the first one does. Like you know, when he yeah. runs in slow motion across the bar to the amazing soundtrack and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's it a complicated story. It just needs to be fun.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I I think with the the right team in mind, there. Look, I, again, I'm going to see this on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, look, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it next week. But I think that's it, Keen. We're almost out of time.
0: Excellent. Well, is there anything you want to say or plug before we go?
1: Yeah, Um. I'm uh, it's SimFest over on Steam at the moment. So, Sim, obviously, gaming Sims, mm-hmm. and uh, up until April 4th. So, I think this will be relevant when the, the show is going out. What time? Uh, yeah, it, it basically, this is going out the 2nd of April. So, go over to Steam and you can get a rake of Sim games, including the one we talked about last week uh the the evil burger simulator um and also you can get um house flipper and all the mad sim games because again keen i've been talking about these for a very long time and i'm in heaven right now because i'm like oh my god (laughs) they're all on sale so uh, i'm I, i i'm a very happy camper right now because uh i'm just able to pick up the ones that i necessarily didn't want to pay full price for and they're like you know 15 80% including actually i'll i'll, I'll real quick I'll, I'll go through what's in my cart at the moment right um hacker simulator which is actually really good it's if you want to learn how to hack this is like a really good way to do it uh while true learn uh bracket bracket which is, my friend says is really good uh they were playing it the other day and they said it's the closest thing you can have to the programming so that's cool 911 operator which Looks interesting, and Euro Truck Simulator Two, which is a game where you drive a truck through Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the game. You 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 drive a big Mac truck, and the games go on for five six hours, and then you get paid.
0: Oh, I'm getting the Far Fancy 15 vibes off that. that's how um,
1: I just really really enjoy sim games. I don't know why. I can't explain my love for it, but uh, I enjoy it's it. It's all great the deal. fun of the world that leaving the house. That's probably what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what it is. But yeah, I will plug that because um, I didn't even know it was like the PC building simulator, is super fun, where you build a PC. Um, these are all fun. Um, so yeah, I would say, look, you know, if if you're if you're desperately want to pick up random games about everything from cooking to show running to whatever, it's all there. There's there's a simulation game for you, and I'm, you know. I like these games far too much. So that's what I'm going to plug this week.
0: Excellent. Well, on that note, I think we'll call time. Next week, hopefully, if we're organized enough, we will have our thoughts on Sonic 2 and Morbius and maybe even some more Peacemaker and Moon Knight thoughts. Of course, let us know what you want us to talk about because there's a whole wealth of nerdy things we could be covering at the moment. But until then...
1: Well, one thing, uh, gmail.com is where you can reach us. You can also reach us, nerdsnowmedia.com dot com where all our socials are linked there as well. If this is your first time checking out the show, thank you very, very much. Please go over and subscribe, like and tweet at us because we get lonely. Tweet (laughs) (laughs) until then bye bye. Bye.
0: Join us at night 2
1: all right so you're listening to the podcast you're like hey i'm not in ireland how do i get in touch well tune in has you covered that's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio um you go to tune in and download the app or you can check out the live streams on nerdsnowmedia.com or phoenix 92.5 fm if you want to get in contact with us it's very easy Media everywhere Media on twitter Media instagram Media on twitch nerdsnowmedia at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email hope to hear from you soon
0: Hey Dara, what are you doing over there in Ireland? Like with the freaking Leprechauns and everything. That's not cool, you should be over there with the cosplayers. At least then you could like, I don't know, pretend like you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with ya, you give me a Brooklyn wave. Yeah, with ya, dick, Dara, Dara. Yeah, yeah, Why ain't over here with Joey? Going. Anyway, we're we'll you, dude. So, uh, Miracle thing. I love it. All I do Check out the Wrestling Rewind it. here
1: on Phoenix Study 2.5 FM every Tuesday at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And, of course, over on nerdtoknomedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Media production.